Welcome to the Cheddarhead Fantasy Football Podcast. All the information you need to make the most of your fantasy football league with just a touch of sarcasm to keep you from taking yourself too seriously. So sit back, relax, and enjoy this latest episode of the Cheddarhead Fantasy Football Podcast. Hello again, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Cheddarhead Fantasy Football Podcast. It is Saturday, October 14th. We are in week six of the NFL and fantasy football season. They're flying by, aren't they? They're flying by. It's like the season practically half over already. And guess what happened? I was going to save it for the news, but we might as well start on it now because it's going to probably be a long discussion. Okay. Maybe not. <laughs> Zeke. And his suspension has been reinstated. Maybe by the time we're done with this podcast, they'll get a ruling from some other left-wing judge saying you can't do that, and it'll be rescinded again. Rescinded again. Who knows? It's all up in the air. But as of now, he won't be playing till week 13. Unless the the appeal goes through. Unless the appeal goes through, yeah, unless right. something happens again. But one other thing I wanted to talk about, and I wanted to bring it up in... Um, oh, that was a quick discussion. Well, but we got more of that coming up in the okay. news, more details. Um, did you see the article this week online about what happened at the Panthers game? Oh, the sucker punch. <laughs> Have you... Oh, my God. Did you, you see the video? That, are you going to put that online? I, I, I'll I try. I'll okay. see if I can do it, if I can figure that out. So two Panther fans were standing during the whole game. Right. Um, boyfriend, girlfriend. Yeah. Right? Well, husband, they look like boyfriend, girlfriend, husband, wife. Right. Um, then they went all Ezekiel Elliott when they were asked to n- numerous times to sit down, please. Right. By some older guy. Older fan was asking the two younger fans ahead of him, a guy and a girl, uh, to sit down so that he could, wouldn't be blocking the view for him during the game. They were standing the whole time. Right. Uh, girlfriend turned around and got all trailer park on the guy. Started yelling and, you know, doing the whole head bob and the finger pointing and <laughs> rednecking it all up. And all of a sudden, the younger fan, who probably had a couple drinks in him, right? Right. Hauled off. You saw the... Sl- the first slug? Oh, my Lord. It, it, that was that was straight Joel Mixon right there. <laughs> I think so. The guy's just sitting there, and all of a sudden, he just puts his hands up, and he just keeps getting whacked on a few more times. Yeah, he wasn't covering his face very well. The well, guy. no, I think he was hurt from the first one because... Then did you when the when the kids all went Joe Mixon and ran off? Right. Did you see him? He like puts his hand down. Just blood is just streaming. I don't know if it was coming out of his nose. It had to have been coming out of his mouth. Oh, mouth or nose? Yeah. Because he didn't really look like he, the first punch was square in the side of the jaw. Right, and that I think from what I read, he got a pretty good gash. Oh, inside on the on his cheek or whatever. Inside. Well, or outside? It, must, it was on the outside. Oh man. So. The guy hauls off and clubs him a couple times, and of course, you know, like Joe Mixon, they just run off and turn tail and run. And now, guess what jersey he was wearing? <laughs> I knew this was coming out. Cam, Newton. he was wearing a Cam Newton jersey. Keep it classy, Panther fans. Keep it classy. And then there was a there was a, a Twitter thing. Um, wait, where's this? Yeah, some some Twitter fan uh, writes this: Dude, bro, and his chicka were standing for the entire games. Words gradually got more and more escalated. 
There previously was a single mom and her son between us. They left halfway through the third quarter. After that, the lid was off. The dude took offense to the couple never sitting down and obstructing his view. The victim telling the dude bro dude. how they're, they're being jerks and how rude they are not for not sitting. The dude bro turns around and calls the victim a geriatric fuck, a faggot, and a hick. <laughs> <laughs> then sucker punches him right in the face. I don't know if he got away or left in handcuffs, but I hope it's the latter. To clarify further, both the puncher and the punchy were wearing Panthers attire. The assistant was seated. The assailant was seated in section 541, row 24, seat 10. In case you want to go and take a picture there or something, I guess. I'm watching <laughs> the video again. Is she wearing a Eagles jersey or? I may. Yeah, may something. Or is that? But the guy that gets hit. The old guy in the white shirt that's just sitting there, not really saying anything. The one that gets punched. Right. Apparently, he's got a uh, Panthers uh, shirt on, too. Huh. That's. Well, there Cam is. Newton. Oh, so, no. She's wearing Luke Keekley. Oh, is that Luke There Keekley? you go. Okay. Concussion boy and dancing man thing. So, Nancy. <laughs> so, what. Let's go back to the whole thing. <laughs> what would you do if two people stood up in front of you? I be doing the same thing in fact when i was at the taylor hicks concert <laughs> don't tell me everybody's standing <laughs> no we were we were in the second row okay okay the row behind Good us seats yeah well, well you know i'm i know people vip <laughs> the people behind us there were two women behind us mm-hmm. whole fucking concert standing up no just talking oh and i mean this this was like an unplugged thing so it wasn't a, it wasn't a huge auditorium right but you could hear them just talking and the whole time. Everybody's turning around looking at them. And then about maybe halfway through the concert, they got up and left. And the people in front of me. Well, is it possible they were just so bored? Or, or drunk or something. <laughs> okay. But the people in front of me said, thank you. Leave. <laughs> and they're like just the whole time talking while while this amazing singer is singing. And, right. You know entertaining people at a sold-out concert, they're talking. I mean, how many Packer games have you gone to where... A few. I mean, do you... I mean, you stand up when something good happens. Well, yeah, but only if everybody else is standing. Right. When everybody else starts to sit down, I sit down because, first of all, I'm 6'4". People don't want... And I'm I'm pretty thick. (laughs) People don't need to be... No. (laughs) Yeah, I actually... Yep, yep. Newsflash, I'm a little bigger than most. Uh, I just couldn't you just call a call call a yes call a uh a what are they called I just an want alley to, attendant yeah, or whatever, whatever they're called. yeah uh, and just say hey <laughs> what are they called they're called um <laughs> see this is too much chewing on windowsills when I was a kid definitely the lead paint just call somebody and say hey this, either this, tell these people they need to sit down or, and stand up when it's appropriate to stand up or escort them out of here or please get, tell them to get the hell up. I mean because I'm sure that everybody there would be. Very nice to him. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they're Carolina Panthers fans. Wow. But, you know. Any way to get something in about Cam Newton, <laughs> I know. right? I, well, if he wouldn't have been wearing jersey, wouldn't have had to do that. So we're going to get into the news and notes, but before we do that, be sure to check out the website, mycffl.com. Got questions, comments, concerns? You want to take part in our ongoing contest, Beat the Hosts, feel free to email us. Let us know. We'll get back to you on that and get you involved. 
CFF Podcast at Hotmail.com or you can get Dan at Strap1971 at Yahoo.com. I had a very hard time getting the Fantasy Girl put together this week because you gave me too many rules and regulations. I don't even remember what my rules were. A blonde TV actress over 25. Okay. It was tough finding sure, a hot sure. one because, I mean, 25, that's shit retirement age almost. <laughs> exactly. For hotties. But you found one, though. I found one. And then we have, of course, Don't Bother's Must Starts, Don't Bother's. We have some gambling. We did. I, I thought we were going to do bad last week after the start on Thursday, but turned out pretty well. For you. Yeah, you I, you have a lot of red. Yeah, I got a lot but of red. It's going to get turned around this week, so you want to get turning, get going on the news? Let's go. All right. What are you going to do? Those fans got to get some class. Well, you know, I don't think it's indicative of all the Cam Newton fans. Right. I just Really? <laughs> really, you don't think it is? I mean, look at the guy they're a fan of. What a clown. He's not a clown. <laughs> He's a stud. <laughs> oh, my God. You had, what, three interceptions? <laughs> ben Roethlisberger had, had five. five. Yeah, that's true. So, I mean... Okay, he's a little bit better than Ben Roethlisberger right now. I'd say he's a lot better. <laughs> he's younger. He can dance better. And he can dress better. Well, we we got a few inter- injuries this week. Oh, yeah. Ready for this? I can't wait. Odell Beckham. Yep. Finished for the year. I have him. Fractured his ankle. Uh, question about that. What? Do you see him crying like a baby on the field? Let me break your fire. <laughs> Covering his face as he was carried, carried off the field. Isn't this the same guy who, who was that? Was it Norman? Josh Norman was was all, you know, ruffling up his feathers against Josh Norman. Yeah. Being but, Mr. Tough Guy with a kicking fence or a kicking net. Hey, if Luke Keekley can cry after getting a concussion. Well, yeah, that's his third one in three years. Well, crying. Well, he's, a, he's a girl, though, too. Luke! Luke! <laughs> Mr. Tough Guy oh. Odell Beckham. Aren't, aren't you the guy that when somebody breaks a leg... Oh, I can't watch it. Can't yeah. look at the screen? Yeah, well. <laughs> Giants receiver Dwayne Harris also placed on the IR after hurting his foot. He didn't cry. Brandon Marshall, receiver for the Giants, placed on the IR after injuring his ankle this past week. Didn't see him crying. Let it go. Terrence West, my boy. Yeah. Expected to miss some time with an injured calf. Uh-oh. Just Luckily, when you thought you had a chance to. I know. I hit the whole bet. <laughs> Luckily, this won't be extended time after the MRI showed no significant damage. Well, that only goes to the regular season. Yeah. only yeah. goes to the regular season. So. Yeah. Tight end Charles Clay is going to miss some time after undergoing arthroscopic knee surgery on Monday. To repair a torn meniscus and a sprained MCL. Didn't see him crying either. <laughs> Tyler Eifert. He might have been crying. He might have been. He's <laughs> name's Tyler. He's soft. He's going to miss the rest of the season after undergoing surgery on his back. And then your boy, Tom Brady, suffered a non-throwing shoulder injury in week four. And was also clearly evident against the... Uh, 
Buccaneers last week, right? Yep. Speaking of the Patriots, the Gronk practiced on Tuesday. He never cries. (laughs) He never cries. He makes people cry. (laughs) I might pick him for my tight end this week. No one else gets him. That's right. Is this going to be what Gronk owners should expect for the rest of the season? Plays all the time. You know, the way he plays all the time, which is the cause for most of all his missed games. No, I'm willing to bet you there's going to be a, another injury coming up here. Yeah, but I mean, is, is should that be what oh, yeah. fantasy owners of the Gronk expect? Same thing with on? Jordan Reed. I mean, he's going to be a in, week and then he's out a week or two. Yeah. and yeah. yeah. That's why I'm glad you got rid of him. I wanted to trade him. No one went for it. Do you blame him? <laughs> Not anymore. <laughs> okay, here's a good one. Someone came up to me this week and said the following after Monday Night Football this past week. Oh. <clears throat> Quote, Jarek McKinnon is going to be the next Kareem Hunt. That didn't come from me. <laughs> no, no, no. I just want to go over a couple things. Do we? Are we going to name names? On nope, I'm not going to name names. Um, okay. Kareem Hunt threw four games this year, 462 rushing yards. McKinnon ran a total of 538 yards in his first 11 games of his career. But uh, let's settle down. Well, I just want to first say, I think you took his words out of context. I mean, no, no. How am I taking Jarek McKinnon is going to be the next Kareem Hunt? He's going to be. You got to let him start playing now. I don't know. I'm just trying to defend the guy. If you have a fantasy football team. He's not talking about past. He's talking about future. If you have a fantasy football team and someone comes walking up to you telling you this McKinnon is next Kareem Hunt thing, don't fall for it. Just please. I I don't know what to say. All right. I feel like I'm damned if I do and damned (laughs) if I don't. Well, it wasn't you. I know. I know. I would never say something like that. That's just foolishness. So in your in your draft this year, if you've picked up a Deshaun Kaiser, yeah. hoping he'd be the man for you this season, now what are you doing? You're starting. You're scouring the free agent wires. If you were starting Deshaun Kaiser as your quarterback, yeah, you were. <laughs> is that the same guy that? Oh, no, 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 no. Okay. No, but um, if you had him, hoping for your bye week. Oh. Ouch. Kevin Hogan will be getting the. Start after Kaiser has proven to be exceptionally ineffective over the first five games of the season. Right? Yep. Adrian Peterson been traded to the Cardinals in return for a conditional draft pick. How bad do you feel about your ability when you're traded for a draft pick? Some draft pick next year, maybe. Maybe. Not even sure if you're... Conditional. Yeah. So what do you think of that trade? I mean, what do you think of that for the Cardinals? Or I, I think it's a better fit for Adrian Peterson. I, you know, the whole thing, and I didn't realize this at first, but somebody made a comment about how they didn't understand the move to New Orleans for him because those running backs are meant to catch the ball a lot more than Adrian Peterson is used to doing. I mean, has Sean Payton ever looked like he was a A running running team? No, everything is, the only way the running backs are getting involved is by catching a ball. Right. And yeah, draw here or there. No, yeah. I, I, I'm not even sure if I'm really overly excited about him being in in Arizona. But I, I just need him to get a 20 yard rush before Marshawn Lynch does. 
We got that little prop bet on. I don't know if that's ever going to happen for either <laughs> one of them. <laughs> and we can have Marshawn Lynch get traded because we lose that bet then, too. Oh, yeah. That's right. Uh, in turn, the Cardinals have cut ties with Chris Johnson after making the deal for Adrian Peterson. And the news that came out today, they're expecting David Johnson back by Thanksgiving. Are you certain Andre Ellington? No. In fact, I'll probably cut him. Or should I start him this week? I would almost think about starting him this week. I mean, hmm. I'll watch how him. many how many touches can they give Peterson this week? Well, you just got to run through the hole, right? <laughs> you do. He's this, got another. He said he has another two or three years left. <laughs> we'll see about that. <laughs> I I don't know. If I were you, I'd I'd start Andre Ellington. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Who am I playing this week? Oh, me. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> The soap opera that is Ezekiel Elliott has has continued with another episode. Oh, God. Thursday, the Court of Appeals granted the NFL the ability to reinstate the six-game suspension that was dealt to Elliott after the continual clubbing of his ex-girlfriend over the last couple of years. Don't think this is the end of everything, though. It's not. Even though I believe I will be right. With what? That he's. Gonna... I told everybody in the beginning of the season. That if you're not in a keeper league, don't draft Ezekiel Elliott in the first round. You're gonna waste your pick. Right? I okay. Yeah, right. <laughs> you're right again, Dave. He's gonna be out unless something happens until what is basically the final week of everybody's fantasy football season. Right. But if you're in the playoffs Playoffs. Playoffs. You're not gonna get there without Ezekiel Elliott, apparently. I don't want well, let's just take an example here. We have we have a guy in Henry who has LaShawn McCoy, yep, Aaron Jones, yep, and Kareem Hunt. Right. Not too shabby, right? Not too shabby. Well, so, but he, I'm he's the only one that I would approve of taking Ezekiel Elliott because he's got other options. Oh, you're start, you're talking about from. I'm saying if, I'm if you're saying the, if you're in a draft if you're in a draft this year and you're not in a keeper league, and everybody was still saying that Ezekiel Elliott is like the number two pick off the board, you are crazy to draft him. Okay, what about a guy who has? Let me see. I got to get on this website here. <laughs> Kareem Hunt. Yep. Marlon Mack. Yep. Derrick Henry. And a young Alex Collins. If he can make it to the playoffs, and then he can, and you got Cream Hunt and Ezekiel Elliott. Then you have Cream Hunt and Ezekiel Elliott. But again, you're 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 on this if. Well, he, is he almost there? <laughs> yeah, he's almost there. Actually. <laughs> <laughs> Next, did you see Sage Rosenfeld's column? No. Oh, on which one? Um, this would have been... Is Sage Rosenfeld the quarterback that used to play X, for? Yeah. Okay. Former 12-year NFL quarterback who writes, does radio, and podcasts about the NFL and college football. You can find him on Twitter at, at Sage Rosenfeld's 18. Is, do you follow him? No, I don't. I don't do Twitter. Oh, okay. Um, he had a comment. <clears throat> Goes like this. Okay. Quote, I tweeted Sunday... That while Brett Favre was just inducted into the Pro Football Hall of Fame last oh, year, God. 
He's already the second best quarterback in Green Bay Packer history. I was lucky. I was lucky enough to play with Brett for the Vikings in 2009. His best season as the as an NFL quarterback. That's not true. The things I got to witness that were incredible. It was the best season I've ever seen from a quarterback. We also had a supremely talented team. Favre had many strong rosters during his best years in Green Bay, two of which ended up in the Super Bowl. Rodgers doesn't have those type of players around him. There's oh, no, my God. There's no Reggie White, no Charles Woodson on his defense. What about Jordy Nelson? What he's, about Clay Matthews? He's turned teammates like Devontae Adams, Ty Montgomery, and Jordy Nelson into known NFL names. Aaron Rodgers, the GOAT. Speaking of that, did you see the uh, email really, from did, our stats guy? Did he really say yeah. he's the GOAT? No, no, no. I added that. Okay. That was a little, uh, I should have said unquote and then okay. the GOAT. All right. Did you see our email, the email from our stats guy? About the Wikipedia page? The Wikipedia page where somebody went on the Dallas Cowboys Wikipedia page and changed the name of the owner of the team to Aaron Rodgers, the GOAT. Right. Yeah. He played well last week, didn't he? He played he played good. Just too bad he can't put a full game together. Oh, and finally, after reports came out stating that the NFL had realized that the fans who pay the bills for the NFL were not on board with the petulant little children Uh-oh. that are employed by the NFL was about to change. Well, not change. More like follow the rules of the lead that already exists. Right. Regarding players' behavior during the playing of the national anthem. It looks like Goodell still has not realized that the fans do not approve of the players acting like children. Roger Goodell has said that there's no mandate for players to stand during the anthem and that there are no immediate plans to implement such a rule. Question. How many more fans does the game have to lose because the players are disrespecting the country, military members, and the flag before Goodell gets his head out of his ass and realizes what's happening to his precious league? I think it's slowly starting to happen. I mean, I think this is what's wrong with the Pittsburgh Steelers right now. What, that you don't have your Villanueva jersey? Oh, I, I got that. Did you get your I, I got oh, it yesterday. Why are you not wearing <laughs> that jersey? <laughs> Judy goes to me. She goes, I didn't know you were a Steelers, jersey, a Steelers fan. I said, I'm not. I'm a this guy fan. <laughs> but um, I think that that's part of the problem. I think the the coach has lost the team. Right. Because of his little stupid thing a couple weeks ago. I think the team is not happy with each other because I don't think they all agree with what they did. Right. And I think that's my that's your that's my stand about what's wrong with the, with the uh Yeah, I, I don't even want to talk about I mean I think we people that's probably the problem too. Too too many people have given this too much time. Yeah. That's probably true. And I just think if we just let it go, maybe it'll just go away eventually. Have you noticed that they've stopped showing so many shots of the of the stands during games? Oh, because there's so many empty seats, like in the second deck and all that. Well, not in Green Bay, though. Right? No, no, <laughs> no, no. Well, we only have to deal with dumbass Martell's Bennett on that. Situation. And and um, the oh Lance Kendricks. "Quote unquote goat." Oh, he. he but his, he, is, his is just talk about love and peace oh, and unite, Jesus. united. He's an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
you, you, you ready to you ready to call our next contestant? Spe- oh, I was gonna say speaking. <laughs> Are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Welcome everybody. It's that exciting time of those episode again where we give one of our wonderful listeners the opportunity to try or this listener. Or this listener. Well, you said wonderful, so wonderful. <laughs> Sorry. A, a chance to to beat us at a little fantasy football game and possibly win a prize. This week we have straight from Slohio. We have Brad. How you doing? I'm doing fabulous. How are you? Good. You 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 ready for this? Hey, Brad. I'm absolutely ready for this second time. As you've heard before, you're going to pick one quarterback, one running back, one receiver, one tight end. We'll let you have the first pick. You'll pick out a position, pick your player. Six points for every touchdown, one point for every 10 yards. No rounding up, no rounding down, every 10 yards. Uh, if you happen to beat both Dan and myself, very unlikely, yeah. <laughs> you will you will get your wonderful prize this year. We're giving away uh, Cheddarhead Fantasy Football Podcast t-shirts and a signed, autographed, signed, same thing, right? Right. Photograph of us. I know you're excited about that. He's speechless. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> and then as I'll we do this, the other one. As we okay. do this, we'll um we'll go through all the other must starts, don't bothers that are going on for for this week. In our opinion, of course. So with that, you ready? You understand the rules? You understand what you're playing by? Good to go. All right. Which position? Oh, I need my pen. Which position would you like to start with? We'll start with quarterback. Of course. And you will take Aaron Rodgers. Rodgers. Oh, <laughs> Aaron Rodgers. Dan's favorite player. That's right. Dan, your next pick. Oh, no. I'll, I'm going to defer to you. You're going to let me go? Yeah. Well, I'm going to take Matt Ryan. Wow. You haven't learned from him yet. He's going to rock this week. He's going to rock this week. Dan, your pick. Yeah. Well, I'm going to take the GOAT. Uh, he, Rogers is already gone. I know. Speaking of that, <laughs> <laughs> so you want Tom Brady? I want Tom Brady. All right. Well, you knew I wouldn't take him? Pretty much. Other must-starts for me, other than, of course, the obvious guys that you will always have on your rosters playing. I like Carson Palmer this week against Tampa Bay. He's led the Cardinals to the second most passing yards for a team this season. In the whole NFL, second most passing yards. Now, granted, most of that's due to the fact that they have absolutely zero rushing attack now that your man, David Johnson, is hurt. Um, Tampa has also given up the second most passing yards per game and the fifth highest completion percentage to opposing quarterbacks. I like me some Carson Palmer this week. The other guy, which goes against everything I believe in, Deshaun Watson against Cleveland. I was going to go there. He's he, got a hot hand, right? Yes, and uh, with um, Cleveland, opposing quarterbacks have posted 112 passer rating against the Browns' defense, including seven yards per attempt, which is the seventh worst in the NFL. The Browns have also given up 11 touchdowns to quarterbacks, which is the fourth worst in the NFL. Give me some Deshaun Watson, even though he breaks every rule I have. And there's my two must-starts. Okay. I only have one. Really? Yeah. Only one? Only one. Because I, I took Deshaun Watson for pretty, pretty much. <laughs> I went with Kirk Cousins. I think San Francisco 
just won't be able to stop him. I think he's got a pretty hot hand. That's it, Kirk Cousins. That was it. That's your man. As far as don't bothers for me, oh god, I only have two this week, and these are both guys who normally would be must starts. The first one, Eli Manning against Denver. But what if he goes to Jacksonville? <laughs> She's not going to Jacksonville. <laughs> the Giants are missing three of their main stud receivers. Their starters this week will be Roger Lewis, Travis Rudolph, and Tavares King at wide receiver. I have no idea. Does that strike fear into anyone? No. (laughs) Add to that, Denver has yet to allow a quarterback to throw for over 250 yards a season, and only three of the last 20 quarterbacks they have faced have managed to do that. Eli Manning, bench. My other guy, Big Ben Roethlisberger against Kansas City. Oh, I didn't think of him. He's been horrible this year. Yeah. That's probably why you haven't thought of him. (laughs) Trust me, I know. (laughs) He had five interceptions last week and tried making excuses for all of them after the game. Not good. The Chiefs have allowed more than 267 yards just once on the year. And even though the teams they have been playing have needed to throw a lot due to the score of the game, they have yet to allow over 267 yards a game. Ben Roethlisberger. Your don't bothers? I have two, and they're pretty easy ones to. <laughs> I went with the in... the theory of the whole injury bug thing. Okay. Uh, I wouldn't start Derek Carr this week against the Chargers, even though he's going to be starting. You're going to leave yeah. him on the bench. Just... See what he does. Let's see what he does first. Okay. Okay. Uh, and then we haven't heard yet on Mariota, but I would probably because that's a Monday night game, so that's going to screw up anybody who has Mariota. Exactly. That's why I'm playing Ben Roethlisberger. <laughs> you poor bastard. <laughs> So that's it for quarterbacks. Dan, we're going to give you the second pick. Oh, okay. I'm going to go running back. You're going running back, and your pick is going to be? Kareem Hunt against against Pittsburgh. Kareem Hunt against the horrible defense that is Pittsburgh. Yep. Um, Brad, I will give you second pick. Well, thank you very much. My (laughs) pleasure. I mean, you are the guest. (laughs) Sometimes it doesn't feel that way. <laughs> <laughs> Who would you like? I would like my guy, Fournette. Leonard Fournette. After his big week last week, you think he's going to do it again. I uh, I did well, that once with... Um, in every single game. Well, he has, and I tried that last mm-hmm. week with one of my guys, and it didn't work out very well. I did that last week with Stefan Diggs, and she got hurt. She'll be fine. She'll, She'll be, be okay. I am gonna go. I'm gonna go Todd Gurley. Wow! You've been running to go Todd Gurley. You don't want to go Carlos side. I was gonna no no. <laughs> I was either gonna do Todd Gurley, Le'Veon Bell, or Melvin Gordon. And since Todd Gurley was available, I yeah. thought Brad was gonna take him. So <laughs> he was on my list. <laughs> yeah. So I'm going Todd Gurley. Other must started running backs. This guy. Well, basically any. Guy from this team, but mostly this guy because he's going to be the main guy. C.J. Anderson against the Giants. You sensing a theme here today? I think I do. (laughs) (laughs) They have a very good offensive line in Denver. Denver's running game has averaged 143 yards per game with a 5-yard per carry average. And the Giants' defense has allowed 111 yards rushing per game so far this year. I also like a new guy, rookie, Alvin Kamara, Alvin Kamara against Detroit. Adrian Peterson is gone. 
sent off packing to Arizona. Alvin Kamara is going to be the new number one A, one B back in Arizona in New Orleans. New Orleans offense is centered around running backs and can catch the ball out of the backfield, which is why they got rid of Peterson in the first place. He can't do that. And Detroit has given up the sixth most receiving yards to running backs this season. Alvin Kamara, get him in your lineup. Must starts for you. I got three quick ones. Lamar Miller, who's running the ball better now. Very than, well. Yes. That, that uh, I forgot the coach's name. O'Brien. Right? Yes. Yes. The guy with the chin kind of dimple. Little, little, little fire underneath him. <laughs> Telling him that Devon, De, uh, Deontay Foreman's right there nipping yep, at your butt. That's right. Um, then I'm going with Justin's guy. Uh, Jordan. No, you're not going Jordan Howard. I am. Oh, my Lord. And then I'm going with your guy, uh, DeMarco Murray. Against oh, I Indy. hope you're right. I know you I, I need him this week. Well, let's hope so, because <laughs> I don't. <laughs> as far as no bothers for me, and this one's going to hurt, Adrian Peterson against Tampa Bay. Don't go thinking that the change of scenery is going to change the performance for Peterson. It won't. The Cardinals' backfield has only gained 259 total rushing yards through five games this season. It's the worst in the NFL. Tampa's defense is only allowing 87 rushing yards per game, which is the eighth best in the NFL. My other guy I don't like this week, Frank Gore against Tennessee. Despite his 10-plus PPR points in each of the last four games for the Colts, Indy is clearly moving away from him in favor of Marlon Mack. Marlon Mack. Like that. At best for Gore, this is going to be a committee situation with him, and he needs to get the ball all the time in order to do anything. The other guy I don't like, Wayne Gallman against Denver. Another Giants-Denver <laughs> matchup. Yeah. If it couldn't get any worse for the Giants, the Broncos will be playing Sunday coming off a of bye week. The Broncos' defense has given up the fewest PPR points to running backs in the NFL. Add to that the fact that Gallman will likely be sharing touches with Orleans Darkwa, and this doesn't look like a favorable week for him. Orleans Darkwa, he's like a Star Wars action figure, isn't he? I think so. <laughs> you got Muzz and he don't bother? I got J.J. going against a tough Atlanta defense. A Marshawn Lynch going against the Chargers. I think Lynch, I don't know, just doesn't have it, I don't think. Uh, and Carlos Hyde. What? Yeah, I know. I know you were really high on him last week, and he he did real well for us, uh, taking on a tough Washington defense. Well, that's right, Brad. You're going to have a chance this week. We had our first loss last week. Oh, sweet. Well, because Dave picked Carlos Hyde as a running back. Well. <laughs> <laughs> so that moves us on to the next pick, and I get that pick, and I'm going to go running oh, or tight end. Go tight end and take Gronk like you always do. I'm going to go tight end, and I'm going to take Gronk. <laughs> Dan, you want second pick or you Something want Brad to have change. it? I'll, I'll give our listener. Brad, you can have the pick. Gronk's uh, gone, but I'm willing to yeah, trade him from Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> no deal. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to go with uh, Kelsey. Travis Kelsey, who suffered a concussion last week in the game, missed the whole oh, second crap. half, but he's he's fine. He'll he's, be she'll be fine. She'll be fine. She'll, she'll be, be fine. playing this week. Yeah. Dan, your tight end this week will be I'm going Jordan Reed. Jordan Reed taking on San Francisco. Of Oakland. No, 
Jordan Reed Washington. Washington. Oh, I'm shoot. <laughs> Why did I rewrite it? It's still Jordan Reed. It's still Jordan. <laughs> And as usual, we don't have must-starts and don't bothers for tight ends because why bother? Right? It's like That's kicker. Right. It's like a kicker. Pretty much. There's only three out there. Which moves us to Brad. You can have the final pick at wide receiver, and your pick will be. Oh, that's a tough one. Tell mm. me about it. <laughs> Actually, it wasn't easy this week picking these guys. No, a lot of, a lot of teams not playing that have good players. Or they're hurt. Like, or, they're, or they're hurt, yep. yeah. You can't have any giant. <laughs> Ooh, it's between two guys here. Let's see. Flip a coin. I'm going Antonio Brown. Antonio Brown from the Steelers. Still living on the high hopes that he's going to do something this year. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> Dan, you yeah. can have the second pick. Um, I'm going to go... I guess not out on a limb because you're high on Matt Ryan. So I'm going to go Julio Jones. Julio Jones, back from his hip surgery. <laughs> Do you hear this? Hip no. Flexor. Yeah, he had a hip flexor, and he had some little work done on that. So he'll be back this week. You want to change your pick? No, I think I'll. You can stick I'll, with I'll, that, I'll huh? be fine. I am going to take, I'm going out on a limb, taking, I'm going Hopkins. From Houston. Oh, that was... That was a limb, right? That was the other guy I was going with. My one yep. starts other than those guys for this week. Well, I wouldn't start Julio. <clears throat> uh, Deshaun Jackson against Arizona. Finally started seeing some big play yardage last week for the Buccaneers. Uh, this week he faces off against an inconsistent Cardinal pass defense. The big play magic for Winston and Jackson should continue this week. I also like, and this was going to be one of my picks... If you went with my guy Hopkins, I was going to go T.Y. Hilton against Tennessee. Had a combined 14 catches for 330 yards in week three against the Browns and week five against the 49ers. The Titans are allowing an average of roughly 250 receiving yards and 2.5 receiving touchdowns per game this year and the fourth most fantasy points per game to receivers. Must starts for you? Or are you still trying to find out about Julio Jones? No, I'm... (laughs) I'm going with I'm going with my three guys, Adam Thielen taking on Green Bay's. Green Bay's defense is a wall. Not a defense back; they're not. Mm. Uh, Tyreek Hill taking on Pittsburgh. Yeah, he should be fine this week too. He got a little banged up last week too. And the other White Hope, <laughs> Chris Hogan. <laughs> oh, for taking the Patriots on, taking on the Jets. My don't bothers this week. Marvin Jones, senior, the fifth, the ninth, whatever he decides to put on his jersey this week against New Orleans. He's been all but dis- he's all but disappeared in the Lions games, in the Lions passing game. Plus, Lattimore and Crowley have been better than you may think for the Saints. Might want to keep Marvin Jones. Plus, uh, Matthew Stafford, little banged up for the Lions. My other guy, Sammy Watkins versus Jacksonville. He's had two straight horrible weeks, and he's begun to complain about getting the ball thrown to him. And you know what happens when receivers start to complain? They beat up kicking nets, and they beat up Gatorade bottles, and they sit and they pout on the sidelines, and then they cry when their leg gets snapped. (laughs) The Jacksonville defense has been one of the better pass defenses (laughs) the NFL season so far this year. Keep Sammy Watkins 
on your bench unless you absolutely have to play him because your other guy is OBJ. Right? Right. Your your don't bothers? I, I don't have You don't have any no, don't bothers for don't, receiver? No. That's it. We're going to go through the teams one more time for Brad. Oh, God. Aaron Rodgers, Leonard Fournette, Antonio Brown, Travis Kelsey. Pretty tough. For Dan, Tom Brady, old man with a bad shoulder. Kareem Hunt, Julio Jones, hip flexor. She'll be fine. Jordan Reed, big toe Aylin. And then me, <laughs> Matt Ryan, last year's MVP. Todd Gurley, uh, stud with a girl's name. DeAndre Hopkins, finally showing up. And the monster that is, the Gronk. Wishing you luck, Brad. Any final words? Uh, thank you for the opportunity to win. Oh, come on. Lord. <laughs> yeah, well, you got to win first. Poking those gods in the eye. <laughs> and um, we'll let you know if you, well, after you win, if you win, we'll uh, contact you via email and we'll we'll get you a shirt size and we'll send that off to you. All right? All right. Good Be- luck, guys. Yeah, good luck. See you Take later. Take care, Brad. All right. Ace Rothstein was a hell of a handicapper. I can tell you that. I gotta warn you, Clark. They don't play the same games here as they do at them regular casinos. I mean, I, I know I say this every week, but I think I got this one. <laughs> I, I know you do. <laughs> Your team was much better this time, I think. Well, yeah, I left out the digs and the Carlos Hyde. That was just an experiment last week. Yeah. I mean, at least we have a we have some free advertising out there now. Rather That's, than sitting in my basement. There we go. <laughs> exactly. And you know Dave's going to wear that shirt everywhere. <laughs> yeah, you probably will. <laughs> um, it's time for some gambling, people. It's our weekly excursion into uh, sports investing, as we like to call it. Your chance to pay off a car, you know, buy or, some. Or a truck. Or a truck, yes. <laughs> in my yes. case. <laughs> um, all our picks. If you want to use them, they're free. We're not going to charge you. We're not going to charge you for these picks. They're free. And I'm actually feeling very good about my picks this week. You say that every week. <laughs> I know. I know. Well, this week, I feel really good about them. Uh, you can go on the website, mycffl.com, on the wagers page, and you can see everything we've done and where we stand so far this year, and you can you can look at that and, and uh, decide if our record is good enough for you to Take our picks and make some money. But if you don't want to make money, don't look. Start with the NFL, right? All right. My first game, Green Bay versus Minnesota. Green Bay is a minus three favorite. And you're taking? Taking the Packers. In Minnesota? Yes. Okay. Green Bay, 11-3-1 straight up in the last 15 games against the Vikings. And they've won seven of the last eight road games against division opponents. Still no idea who's going to... Well, actually, we do know who's going to be the quarterback for the Vikings. Case Keenum. Case Keenum. Maybe one leg uh, Teddy Bridgewater will get in. Who knows? He's throwing the ball. He's oh, he's throwing the ball. Okay. Might might have a chance. I also took the over, 46 and a half. I just circled that, actually. <laughs> Your first game? I'm, I'm staying with the Packers. I took the over like you. Mm-hmm. I'm going on the other side, though. I'm taking the home team. Minnesota? Yeah. Plus three? Plus three. Wow. Not necessarily 
Well, I think they actually could win this game. Oh, stop. Stop. Okay. They have no receiver. Diggs is out. They have Adam Thielen. He's white. <laughs> so he doesn't count? No. Okay. I don't think that even counts as a receiver. Laquan Treadwell? <laughs> yeah. Michael Floyd. He'll the, probably be drunk. Well, he's got to have a little camp kombucha or whatever it's called. <laughs> My next game, the Jets versus the Patriots. Uh, Patriots are a 10-point favorite. I'm taking the Jets. Wow, you and I are like... Are you taking this one too? Oh, yeah. New England, 1-2 and two straight up in the last 12 against the Jets, but only 1-6-1 and one in the last eight games against New England. Against the Jets. Oh. Yeah, against. Yeah. Right. Jets are 3 0 straight up and against the spread in their last three games. I will take 10 points. Wow. I'm going way opposite. I'm taking the Patriots. The Jets are not this. 10 points is a lot. I don't care. It'd have to be 14, 14 and a half for me not to go New England. Wow. Wow. My next game Baltimore versus Chicago. Your wife circled that one. She, she... <laughs> Baltimore is a six-and-a-half-point favorite. I don't care what the talking heads say. Trubisky needs some receivers in order to do any kind of saving of the Bears this year. They just are not good, and they're, not going, and they're going against a spectacular Ravens defense. I am saying this is going to be a huge Ravens win. Huge, as our president says. Huge. Huge. Give me Baltimore. I'll give you six and a half points. Your next game? I'm taking the Miami-Atlanta game. Ooh, I have that one also. I am taking Miami to cover. Or no, I'm sorry. Getting the getting 13 against Atlanta. Wow. You don't. Obviously, you're going the opposite. I, I don't know what I'm doing. You tell me why you like Miami. I just, Matt Ryan hasn't played well. Oh, he's been off last week. That's why okay, he didn't the week, play well. Okay, the, how about the week before and the week before that? <laughs> he was okay. Um, no, I just, I I believe in Jay Cutler. There yeah. we go. That's that's my statement. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm putting my flagpole on, on Jay Cutler. Um, I'm glad you got that when you did. I'm glad I got mine when I did. What's that? Because I have Atlanta against Miami, too. But when I made my bets, it was Atlanta minus 12. So you got 13. Well, I was wondering where you... Because you said Baltimore, you had six and a half. Six and a half, I, yeah. I have seven here. Do you? Yeah. Yeah, no, I have... I have. I did this. Mine, I placed mine on Tuesday. <laughs> so you get all the... I printed those off yesterday all right. for you. All right. So we'll go, we'll go with the point spreads I have. All right. So you're still taking Chicago? No, I'm not taking the Chicago game. I'm taking oh. the Miami game. So, anyways, Atlanta versus Miami. Like I said, I have Atlanta minus 12. And you're taking. Speaking of huge wins, this is going to be the biggest blowout of the week. Oh, my God. Take the Falcons. Atlanta's coming off a bye week, and the Dolphins just are not what was expected of them. I am also taking the over 46 and a half. Because it's going to be such a blowout. It's going to be a blowout. Okay. Blow out your next game. Well, I want to go back now to the Bear Ravens. Okay. You took the Ravens? I have the Ravens minus six and a half. I want to take the Bears plus seven. 
Okay. Because I'm going off my. Phone. Okay, that's fine. So we're gonna we're gonna see what happens here. All right, make sure you got that circle. Yep. All right, my next game: San Francisco versus the Washington Redskins. I know you had Kirk Cousins as one of your must starts. San Francisco is a ten point dog. I'm taking the 49ers. That's a lot of points. That's a lot of points. I don't think the 49ers are going to win this game, but it's going to be a lot closer than 10 points. I I stayed away. I don't know which Redskins team is going to show up. The one that played the other night on um, Monday night yeah, and looked like the Patriots of the old? Or, or are they going to be the old Washington Redskins with uh, who's the guy that ran his head into the padding on the side of the... <laughs> yeah. he's, uh, he's, he's like a senator now or something, isn't he? Oh, uh, yeah. Heath Schuler. Heath Schuler. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> wow. That was a good one, Dave. That oh. was a good pull. All right, so your game is what? I'm going Cleveland, Houston. Yes. I almost took that game. And I just, I, what's your point spread on that one? I didn't take that game. Okay. Um, I'm, I still believe in Cleveland covering. You do? Yeah. Okay. They're going to take. They're getting ten points. Oh, that, yeah, that's that's so, a lot of points. Yeah. All right, my final game: Kansas City against Pittsburgh. Oh. Right now, Kansas City a five point favorite. Five and zero oh right now. What do you have on yours? That's what I have five. What do you have five? Yeah. Um, going Kansas City. Wow. Chiefs are the best team in the NFL right now, and Pittsburgh is well horrible. Terrible. Kansas City has covered the spread in all five of their wins this year. This has the making of yet another blowout. Not as big of a blowout as Atlanta versus Miami, but close. All right. Kansas City. My last two games I have. I have Tampa Bay giving two to Arizona in Arizona. I'm taking the Buccaneers. I believe in this team. You didn't just hear me call Carson Palmer a must-start? Yeah, that doesn't scare all me at all. All those stats I have. I didn't hear you say Adrian Peterson's a must-start. No. Okay. No, in fact, I said he was a don't bother. Arizona's, the more I think about it, Arizona's got to be like the oldest team. Do they like go oh, eat, dinner, eat Don't dinner they at, look really old? Oh, my God. Oh, man. And then I I love the Rams. Well, I like the Rams. Okay. Love's a tough word. Okay, sorry. Well, I'm going to go. I'm taking the Rams. They're getting actually getting two and a half to Jacksonville. Why is Jacksonville a favorite team? <laughs> because their defense is amazing right now. It, I, other than that, you still need to score points. Right. But yeah, other than that, their defense is amazing. One of the top defenses in the NFL. You must not think they're too amazing because you picked Todd Gurley as your... Yes. Okay. So yes, I, I did. I love the Rams. Okay. College games, I have... Seven, I think. I One, have two, me. three, seven college games. Again, no, no analysis, just wins here. Just win, baby. Michigan minus seven and a half against Indiana. I like TCU minus six against Kansas State. I like the Air Force Falcons minus seven and a half against UNLV. I like Oklahoma State. This is my big one. Twenty-five okay. and a half points against Baylor. I like Memphis against Navy, minus three and a half. I like UCLA, minus a point against Arizona. And my final game, Hawaii, minus 17 
against San Jose State. Okay, so I'm going to go over these quick as I possibly can. Because <laughs> you're college. <laughs> exactly. BYU. And you want to drink. Exactly. <laughs> Plus 24 against Mississippi State. Okay. I'm also on the Michigan side of the Michigan-Indiana game. Okay. I also have TCU over Kansas State. Good pick. I have Oklahoma over Texas. I wanted to stay away from that game. Well, I wanted to bet it, but it's like, oh, that's going to be a fun game to watch. And I'm going the U over Georgia Tech. Miami over the triple option. Um, And then I actually took Purdue to cover. How many is it? 17. Yeah, that's a lot of points. I know Wisconsin's playing well. Yes. Was it the seventh leading rusher in the in NCAA? More more rushing yards than the guy that they're calling the the uh, favorite for the Heisman right now from Penn State. Ooh, I didn't take him. I took the quarterback for my bet. For your bet, which quarterback? Uh, Not from Penn State. Yeah, I yeah, I'd have to look now. Sorry, that was <laughs> that was boring for everybody. <laughs> course i'm flipping through 100 pages here oh and then i'm taking usc giving 13 against utah wow that's utah has been kind of up and down also you know, like play good once in a while then all of a sudden they can't score a point because i'm taking my heisman trophy winner sam darnold sam darnold i have him also that's our picks this week remember don't bet anymore and you can afford to lose and it's only gambling if you don't know what you're doing it's time to get a drink to see That's the right. hard work I had to do this week. You ready? We're in the club, people! Kaylee Cuoco. Really? <laughs> Stop. Fake boobs. Maybe not fake. I was just say those aren't fake. <laughs> No, it was it was kind of tough though trying to find the blonde was the hard part. Okay, but I did. In fact, have you seen her yet? She's in here. She's in this room right now. No, she's in she's in the club. Play along. <laughs> <laughs> Our fantasy girl this week. You can check her out on the website mycfl.com, dot com mycfl dot com on the fantasy girl page. Pictures are all there. Her name. Emily Van Camp. Wow. She was no born, idea who that is. <laughs> she was born May 12th, 1986. Okay. 31 years old. She's a Canadian actress known for her lead roles on the WB series Everwood and the ABC drama series Revenge. She was born in Port Perry, Ontario, and started studying dance at the age of three. She wanted to become a professional dancer. Don't they all? Don't they all? In 1998, Emily became interested in acting after visiting her sister on the set of the film Ladies' Room. She started taking acting classes and then found an agent. The rest is TV history. Uh, Emily has been dating her revenge co-star Josh Bowman since late 2011. And in 2017, the couple announced their engagement. Okay. You're still not interested, are you? No, I don't. 
I've never seen this girl before. <laughs> the five foot eight, blonde haired, brown eyed Canadian actress weighs 124 pounds, uh-huh. wears a size four dress. And that's the best picture you got for me, right? Well, I mean, I don't know if it's the best picture. I'm just trying to. You need what you want. We need chest first, right? Yeah, so I need a little. <laughs> this isn't sexist at all. No, at all. I. Oh, there you go. That's. That help you? Oh, no, that doesn't. Okay. Size four dress. Okay. I got this. 124 pounds, five foot eight. Her measurements are. (laughs) 34B. 32B. Get a ding for the B. For the B, that's what you get? I was actually going to go 32, but. We'll do this for your waist and hips because that's probably the best, right? Yep. Waist. 23. 24. Hips. <laughs> that wasn't a good thing. Hips, 35. 35 is exactly right. 32B, 24, 35. <laughs> Emily Van Camp. Blonde haired, over 25 actress on TV. I need a drink. And- you need, well, you should be drinking anyway. That's right. It might have helped you. That's <laughs> it for this week, everybody. Week six, almost in the books. Good luck. Hope you do well. Until next week, you want to be on Beat the Host. And coming up with a girl for Fantasy Girl of the Week. Yeah, exactly. Because I obviously I make Dave work too hard. <laughs> work too hard. This took a lot of time. And I'm sure you hated every minute looking, just looking well, for... Did you go under twenty five and blonde? Or no, I just or I did. Tw- I, I did a search on Google, sexy TV actresses, and this, I got a list of a hundred, and a lot of them the weren't. Way. A lot of them weren't the word sexy. Okay, but uh, anyways, questions, comments, concerns, CFF podcast at hotmail dot com or Dan at strap nineteen seventy one at yahoo dot com. And until next week, be good. Bye-bye.